Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, joined by Justin Wells. Justin is at UT football practice today. Just got off the field, actually. Uh, Justin did. They had a 20-minute uh, time session uh, for media to watch the Longhorns today. Justin, tell us what you saw. Well, I'll tell you this much. It's hot. And, uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to be a little leery of the, of the teams that have to come into DKR in September because Texas might have a little advantage here trying to get this acclimated to the heat. It was, uh, it's a hot one out here, but it's bright, it's sunny, and the enthusiasm was, was, was infectious. Uh, it was a good vibe out here this morning, uh, this morning, uh, this evening. I like that it's an afternoon practice as well because you're getting acclimated to the heat. And so we got a, we got a nice little window of time today. We, we, get, we, we got a lot to talk about. All right, good. Um, were they outside or did they go in the bubble? All outside. Okay. Um, well, let's start with the quarterback. I know what y'all reported on Inside Texas. Sounds like cards started with the ones. In fact, it sounds like all of the incumbents started with the ones, not just at quarterback. Is that accurate? Yes, yes. Yeah, but, you know, the first day, that's exactly how you would expect it. You expect those the, the, the older guys to kind of be there, and the younger guys have to unseat them. I think Kyle Flood said it best yesterday. I don't know what I have on the offensive line until I see him with the pads on. And so today, obviously, it wasn't fully padded, but this was, yeah, the uh, elder statesman held the uh, the first team reps. Um, at quarterback, it was Card, then Ewers, correct? Yes, sir. And did they, you, you made mention in the article that they threw to the ones and twos receivers, um, Isaiah Naor, uh, along with Xavier Worthy. Uh, and uh, Jordan Whittington were the first group. The second group uh, was a little mixed, I thought, uh, based on what I knew, although Tariq Milton uh, saw second-string action at the slot, right? Yeah, T T Tariq is a shifty guy. You see Tariq and you see his brother Thatcher. His brother Thatcher's here as well, number 49. Uh, Tariq a, is, is a shifty guy. He's also built a little bit bigger than I anticipated. Um, I, they did a lot of dual quarterbacks. And by doing that, you know, both the guys threw at the same time. Quinn would throw one side, the boundary, Card would throw the field, and they would swap. And they did that back and forth. At one point, Card hit um, – oh, man, I can't remember. I know Quinn Ewers hit a deep vert uh, on Isaiah Nayor that was absolutely beautiful. And then Card hit Milton, uh, that, uh, uh, Tariq Milton on a, on a cross that was just perfectly placed. And, uh, and so, yeah, the, those guys were out running around. They, they, they were running a ton. Uh, of, of those two wide receiver sets, three wide receiver sets. And then over on the tight ends, you had Jatavian Sanders running with the ones, which I was a little surprised by that. Gunnar Helm, Braden Lebrock after him. And so at, at, towards the end, they all kind of got mixed in together and the quarterbacks went through each one of their progressions. Uh, you mentioned tight ends. Jalil Billingsley a little hobbled in his first practice. Yes, we, when we came up, we noticed he was limping off to the side and he was only holding his helmet. And throughout the rest of the practice, he did not get back in with anybody. He just held a football, held his helmet. He was talking to Jeff Banks a handful of times, unsure what, what's going on there. Hopefully it's something just small and something tweaked, but he definitely had a limp. All right. Any, any major surprises on the defensive side of the ball? Major surprises? No. No, no major surprises. Um, you know, it, it was pretty much – and there's not a whole lot to glean from the first day uh, – but I, I liked how active Jalen Ford and DeMarvion Overshone. It almost felt like those are your two guys. They, they, they kind of took the reins. They, they, they had that, 
kind of line up here, let's do this right kind of mentality. And I, I really liked seeing – and we had reported that before, uh, Bobby. You know, we, we had covered that, you know, position to position, but we hadn't actually seen it. To see Ford and Overshone kind of taking that charge, I, I, I was pleasantly surprised with that. Uh, back at safety was still the same. You had at free safety Jaron Thompson. Uh, at boundary you had uh, Anthony Cook. Uh, and then at the corners, you know, it was, it was Jamison and Watts for the most part. And so I, I'll say one thing that did surprise me. On this, on the kick returns, punt ret- on the punt returns, Savion Red grabbed most of the punts, and I was a little surprised to see a true freshman back there because we know how Jeff Banks, how tedious he is. He, he, you know, he's he he makes sure everyone understands special teams is a, is the third phase of the game, and it's important. Savion Red is a very built young man. He is easily 200, 205 pounds, and he's solid. No, I was a little surprised to see a true freshman back there hailing down the punts early. You know what's interesting about that, and and you and I have talked about it. Deshaun Jameson is a electric punt returner, electric returner in general, but he does not necessarily always field the ball cleanly. And one of the things that Jeff Banks brought up yesterday in his presser was the need uh, to be consistent uh, and make sure they take care of the ball uh, in the in the return game. Um, that's interesting because he also said Brennan Thompson would be working as a freshman in the return game. But I think he was talking about that more in the kick return than the punt return. Um, on the offensive line, set the offensive line for folks uh, that you saw uh, earlier today at practice. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, uh, we saw three separate three separate uh, groups. Uh, the first group were the incumbents: left tackle Andre Karich, left guard Hayden Connor, center Jake Majors, right guard uh, Junior Engelau, right tackle Christian Jones. So that's exactly that's exactly what we thought it would be day one. Then you go that's into what the we've been writing. Yes. Engelau and Connor have been going back and forth. But yes, we have written that. Oh, left and right guard, you mean? Yes, sir. Okay, gotcha. So give the second team. Second team, left tackle, Jalen Garth. Left guard, Max Merrill. Center, uh, Logan Parr. Right guard, true freshman, Cole Hudson. Right tackle, uh, Chad Wolf, former uh, former walk-on. Then the third string comes through. And, buddy, that's the Fab Five freshman right there. Now. I consider Cole Hudson a part of that Fab Five freshman as well, but he's he's running with the twos right now. From the the third string, all freshmen, left tackle, Kelvin Banks, left guard, Malik Ogbo, center, Connor Robertson, hometown kid from Westlake, right guard, Dare, uh, uh, DJ Campbell, 56 at right tackle is Cam Williams. I actually posted a picture earlier of Cam Williams. He's huge, and we knew that he was he was a large human being. But my goodness, I don't, I gotta find out what they're feeding that kid. He is twice the size of the trainer there. Holy cow! She needed oh. a ladder to hand him the water bottle. 
I tell you what, Justin, uh, you go through that group. It's interesting. Neto Umiozulu was not in that that second group. He was not. Was he? You had mentioned there were some other linemen that also were in play. Was he? Was he? Uh, he was. In that he was. In, he was working when the offensive line drills went up to the hill. He started working with with that with that group. Uh, but it, it was, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily the third string as it was one-on-ones at each spot. So I did see Nato. He was out there working hard. Uh, from what I understand, Ogbo has kind of grabbed the offense and the keys a little quicker. Uh, you know, nothing against Nato, but Ogbo is, is a smart guy, and he's actually asserted himself to be with that Fab Five, to be in that, in that, in that conversation. And so, um, yeah, that, <laughs> Nato, was, Nato was out there too. Just some big, big kids, man. This yeah. offensive line is significantly bigger than it's been in the last five or ten years. Yeah, and Hudson, you mentioned, was running second team, the other freshman. Uh, it's interesting that he was the only freshman that was there for spring ball. Again, it sounds like to me Texas made a concerted effort across the board to go with the incumbents in day one without pads. So nobody won a position in the offseason, essentially. Uh, and what I mean by that from the time uh, – March start or excuse me April ended uh, with spring ball through today. Uh, Sarkeesian had said the team was relatively healthy or very healthy, but no one appears to have lost a job in that time period. What and, and that does happen from from time to time. It's right. usually off season or off field reasons for that, not necessarily on field. Uh, Justin, the secondary uh, you mentioned the 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 corners and the safeties. Uh, line that out for folks too. Yeah, at corner, you had Ryan Wine Watts on one side. You had uh, Deshaun Jamison on the other. They were flipping a lot. Uh, you had Barron at nickel. And in the backside, the safeties, you had Jaron Thompson at free safety and Anthony Cook at strong safety. Saw a lot of Keaton Crawford also playing some free safety. He's the backup. He's, he's learning a little bit of both of those spots. He's easily the fast, still the fastest gunner on the team on punt, on punt return and punt kick. I mean, he looked outstanding. Uh, but yeah, that's how the secondary is kind of shaping out right now. I, I did, I did saw Jameer Johnson flashed. Uh, Quinn, it looked like Hewers had Casey Kane on the deep, on a deep out. Had it, he had him, and Johnson closed in on it. Jameer Johnson looked good, and so he, uh, he definitely made one of the nicer plays. Mask question: How did Brennan Thompson look in his limited time that you saw him? Does he look like a guy that catches the ball natu- naturally? He, Brennan Thompson looks like he belongs. Now he's little. When you put him in the mix with all these other guys, he's significantly smaller than everybody else, but he's also significantly faster than most of them as well. He caught the ball pretty crisp. You could tell it was his first day. You could tell it was a lot of them's first day. It was hot. I mean, after three or four different reps, guys are taking their helmets off. It, it, it's, it's just – and they were getting, you know, constantly with the, with the water. With Brennan, it, it looked like it was his, his first day of practice, you know. Didn't see yeah. any drops or anything like that, but – you know, at this at this stage, you just want to see him get in line and run the route correctly, run the drill correctly, and that's exactly what Brennan did. And I got a couple good shots of him as well. Yeah, they they are running uh, right now. They are drinking from a fire hose. Those freshmen. That's that's essentially what it is. They they are going to be overwhelmed for the first couple of days. The pads don't come on until I think later this week. Uh, Justin, talk to me about some overall things you saw you mentioned the size of the offensive line any other major thoughts uh, that you might have or takeaways for folks uh, who aren't able to go out and see practice like you were it was a real nice sight to watch Troy O'Meara run run, running routes untouched no green jersey 
This guy was running up and down the field. Bobby, I can't remember the last time we've seen him do that. And it, it reminded me of how big that guy is and the, the just massive wingspan and frame for that guy. Watching Troy run, you know, free was probably the best thing I saw today. And if I'm one of Texas quarterbacks, I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that as well. Um, loved how BJ, I loved how the tailbacks looked. They were doing they were doing a, a dual drill where they would catch the ball out of the backfield. Bijan is a great catcher out of the backfield. So is Rashawn. But I have to tell you, Jaden Blue catches the football about as natural as any tailback in the program. He looks like a receiver the way he runs his routes, the way he catches the football. That's going to be a guy that I think might sneak up and surprise some people. Uh, Jaden Blue looked really good at, at catching the football, and it, it, almost to a, to an extent of being natural. That kind of stood out as well. And then trying to uh, – Burt Auburn, trying to figure out this hairstyle. My goodness, man, I can't tell if that kid is sideshow Bob or not. But we didn't get a good glimpse at the kicking game or punting game. But uh, I know for all the specialists out there and Jeff Banks fans, they, they need their fix on that third phase of the game. <laughs> hey, um, question for you. Uh, a lot of guys you mentioned there – Anybody that you said, wow, they've reshaped their body. This is looks like a different guy than a year ago this time. DeMarvion Overshone. I've seen Overshone a ton of times, but it the size he grew, that what he that that muscle he added, you couldn't really tell it till today when you saw him out there running around. He looks like an NFL linebacker. He's he's filling out that frame that we've seen for four and a half years now. And so that's a guy that the first thing I noticed was, man, that guy's big. Jatavian Sanders looks fabulous. Whatever, whatever he did, if it was, you know, if if my man Williams David put him on to some CrossFit, if this guy is waking up every morning running sprints, I don't know what he did, but Jatavian Sanders looks fabulous. And I think he was rewarded by being number one on the depth chart, by being the first in order with the tight ends, because we were a little unsure who that might be. Could be Gunnar Helm, could be Lybrock, you know, could be uh, uh, Juan Davis for all we knew, but Jatavian Sanders was was running with those ones. He looks fabulous. He looks so much trimmer than he did even in the spring, Bobby. And to me, I think that's that just speaks to this program. It speaks to these coaches, and it speaks to the player himself making it. You know, making that push in January to to, to make himself. He said, you know, he told everybody, "I'm going to be on this depth chart. I'm going to play this year," and he is doing exactly what he said he would do. Um, in the article on Inside Texas, and please, for folks, we've got a bunch of stuff going on on InsideTexas.com right now, including a 50% off uh, an annual subscription sale to get you that inside scoop. Uh, Justin, I read on the in the article one piece of it that I also found interesting. Uh, you, you and uh, Joe had commented on Keelan Robinson and how much bigger he looks a day after Jeff Banks said Keelan Robinson was getting bigger. Uh, of course, Keelan is that guy that is that. I mean, he just has such an acceleration to him. Uh, did you did you notice anything different there in specifics? You know, it's funny. It's funny because when I when I said that to Joe during practice, Joe said, "Yeah, Coach Banks mentioned that yesterday." And I had I had written a piece about from Banks about specialist, and I and I just hadn't got to that part yet. But apparently, that was something that he had said he gained twelve to fifteen pounds. It looks like he's gained weight. You know, Keelan's that guy that he can be your you know, uh, your de facto Tyreek Hill, you get him in space, you get him the ball, it's going to be hard to catch him. It's going to be hard to stay in front of him. He's that type of explosive type player. His big thing is going to be finding a role. 
if Keelan can find a role, because those carries are going to go to Bijan and Rashawn Johnson for the most part, and probably Jonathan Brooks in the fourth quarter. Keelan's got to find himself a niche and a role because the guy, we saw what he can do on special teams last year. We saw what he can do with the ball in space. The fact that he's added on that mass, if he gets the playbook down better this year than last year, I think we're going to see him with the specific set of packages. Justin, we did not. I, I, I neglected to mention it with you, the defensive line. Uh, and that, of course, is going to be one of the most important pieces of uh, the uh, team this year. I know that Baron Sorrell was running with the ones. Where was Justice Finkley? Uh, everybody else involved there. Run, get people a rundown of the first and second team. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Okay, hold on a sec. Um, now, I was only with the offense and half of the defense. So Joe Cook is the guy that actually uh, saw more of the D-line, was the one that reported Sorrell. I don't want to say anything that's inaccurate because I haven't seen what he reported. Uh, but I, I will say this, you know, the offense and defensive line, until they're in pads, it's a tough sell. It's, it's, it's tough. You just, you can, it's, it's all visual. You know, what their technique looks like, you know, what they're doing in and out of drills, their attention, stuff like that. And so from the defensive line standpoint, I want to see what Justice Finkley's going to do, where he's going to be. I want to see, you know, where Ovi's going to wind up li lining up. You know, I saw Jalen and we saw Overshone. I want to see what those other guys are going to look like as well. And also, I, I did get a glimpse of Alfred Collins, and this has to be his breakout season. He is another big, big kid that just can throw people around. When he's focused, when he's dialed in, that's a that's a starter. And so Here, here's the always, issue, though, Justin. Collins. Hey, Justin, here's the issue, though. Joe says he ran third team today. Obviously, that's a follow through from spring ball because that's where he finished spring ball. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a contract year of sorts. Right. I mean, yes. he's a junior. He, he's got all the talent in the world of the people like that. They need Tavondre Sweat to come on and have a great year as a senior at Texas as well. Um, they've got a number of those guys, Justin, that just have to have – it's not even the light bulb coming on. They have to produce. And it's it's more than just understanding it. It's actually doing it on the field. I love Sorrell being with the ones. we Because that's, that's a guy that I've, I've thought from spring ball was going to be a breakout kid that could potentially steal snaps from guys. That's a determined kid. You talk to people inside the program, they absolutely love Surreal. He is a very dialed-in, focused young man. Hearing him getting getting a little bit of a, a, a run run with the ones early, that shows me he made a statement in the spring and in the summer. Yeah, I feel like uh, we're going to – obviously, we're going to be covering this over the next couple of the days and weeks uh, prior to the season. Uh, I'll be down in Austin uh, for the spring uh, – for practice tomorrow as well. Uh, we've got uh, a bunch of different stuff coming up, but uh, Justin, anything else you want to add? Anything I need? To, I just forgot to ask or neglected to ask uh, that you want to tell people, and then in, then you can actually turn the AC on in your car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, now I think I think that about covered it. Uh, just just 
Well, I was just I was happy to see football, Bobby. You know, we talk about the countdown. We talk about expectations. We talk about depth charts. Today we got to watch football. Granted, it was wasn't in full pads, but it was actual football. We got to see the quarterbacks in their environment, in their element. We got to see the new the new weapons for these guys. We got to see how big some of these linemen on both sides of the ball are. My biggest takeaway is football's here. Football's finally here. We're 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 going to be thirty one. We're think I believe we're thirty one days out today. We're Aaron Ross days from Texas football, and uh, I'm going to tell you, it's I think play. I think practicing in the afternoon is going to benefit this team in September. Watch. Uh, I hope you were one of those guys in the shade there. By the way, I saw some shade <laughs> on that field. Um, <laughs> hey, Justin, thank you so much for joining us um, again. Inside Texas is your source uh, for Longhorn football and recruiting news. Uh, Justin, last thing I've got to ask you is about Darian Gallette. Uh, you went to see him on Monday. He is expected to announce on on Friday, I believe, right? It's yes, on sir. Friday now, so we're just three, two days away. Texas is looking for him. Uh, it sounds like it's down to Texas and Texas A&M. I know you think there's some other schools that are still trying. Uh, anything that you have for the latest on Darian Gallette? You know, uh, I had a lot of fun. Monday, uh, I got to spend over an hour with Darian, just off the record, just hanging out. You know, bless his heart, he's out for the season, so he can't play fatigue. But he's actually taking on a coaching role, and he's going to be there to help his dad and help his help the teammates at Teague without even putting on a uniform. And I thought that spoke pretty high volumes of his character. I'm a big Darian Gallette fan. We all know how much of a freak he is. We all know the athleticism. Yeah, Ohio State's hanging around the rim, but this is a Texas Texas A&M battle, just like. It seems like half the battles that Texas and A&M are in right now. It's a head-to-head between those two. Going into last weekend, I felt like it was Texas by probably a large margin. I think A&M jumped in that mix with that Sunday visit. I think they they became more of a factor. I know Jimbo put in a lot of extra time with Darian, getting to know him a little bit more and his father and his family. But I don't think it was enough, Bobby. I really do. I feel like Texas still holds his cards here. I feel like the fact that he grew up with Jonte Cook and Malik Muhammad playing Little League basketball when they were 9 and 10 years old. I feel like the not only the recruits for this class in 2023, but the players on the team are recruiting Gallette here at Texas. There's a lot of familiarity there. He's, he's grown very close to Jeray Bledsoe, obviously, Marlin, uh, former Marlin teammate. He's also gotten real close to DeMarvion Overshone. He's ridden around in the super slime truck, Lizzie. They, they've been, they forged a friendship. And so I think that A&M visit, they, they pushed. I don't think they did enough. I, I still feel like Texas is the team to beat, and I can't wait to see his decision on Friday at InsideTexas.com. Uh, Gallette, this is amazing. Gallette, 225 pounds or so, runs on, the state, on a state qualifying relay team as the anchor, long jump over 22 feet uh, this past spring before hurting his knee in a pickup basketball game, I believe. All right, uh, Justin Wells of InsideTexas.com. Thanks for your time. Uh, I am Bobby Burton of On Texas Football. Thanks for watching.